This is a Squeeze podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. Good morning. This is Sports Today, your weekday sports news podcast that puts you ahead of the game. I'm Sam Ferris. And I'm Lucy Walken. It's Wednesday, the 17th of August. In your Sports Today, Nick Kyrgios opts out of the Davis Cup. The Newcastle Knights punish two players. Five clubs get fined by the AFL. And a local legend saves his club. This is your Sport Today. Kicking things off today is tennis and Australia has named its squad for the Davis Cup group stage next month in Germany. The Aussies have a pretty strong team, but loose. there's no Nick Kyrgios. Now, nah, no Nick Kyrgios. He's going to head home after the US Open early next month to spend time with his parents, who Kyrgios says aren't very well at the moment. But Captain Leighton Hewitt will have Australia's top-ranked men's player, Alex Dimonor, and Wimbledon doubles champions Max Purcell and Matt Ebden. The Nazi Kokonakis, Alexei Poprin, and Jason Kubler are also in the squad. The Aussies play France, Germany, and Belgium in Group C, with the top two teams to advance to the quarterfinals in Spain in November. It's been nearly 20 years since Australia last won the Davis Cup back in 2003. And under the new condensed format, Australia's best finish is the quarterfinals in 2019. Yeah, this will be the third year of the kind of mini World Cup version of the Davis Cup. Uh, Luce, you mentioned the US Open. It starts in less than two weeks. And Australia's best players are competing in Cincinnati right now to warm up for it. Yeah, as we record this morning's podcast, Nick Kyrgios is playing Spain's Alejandro Davidovich Fokina. Alex Diminor is through to the second round, but the Nasi Kokonakis lost in three sets this morning to Yannick Sinner. The good news is Kokonakis and Kyrgios are through to the quarters in the doubles. They'll be teaming up again at the US Open. Isla Tomljanovic is the only Aussie in the women's draw. She plays Spain's Paula Bedosa in the second round, and Serena Williams will play last year's US Open winner. Emma Raducanu this morning from around 9am Eastern Time. Yep, and a quick update. Nick Kyrgios has won his first set against Davidovich Fakina. You can check out all the Cincinnati Open coverage on Foxtel and KO. Sometimes it's easy to forget we're still very much living in a pandemic. I'll tell you who hasn't forgotten, the AFL. They've Mm. hit five clubs with big fines for COVID-related breaches. Luce, your city swans were hit the hardest. Yeah, the Swans copped a fine of $100,000. Collingwood has been fined $50,000, Richmond $25,000, whilst Brisbane and St Kilda have a suspended fine of twenty-five grand. So if they slip up again, they'll have to pay up. The AFL says some of the breaches include not doing a rapid antigen test on time, not uploading a pic of a rat test in time, or uploading an old pic of a rat test. COVID was a big issue for the league at the start of the season, particularly for the teams in the West, but now only a handful of cases appear each week as the pandemic continues. Yep, you can never be too careful. Uh, Swans CEO Tom Harley has apologised to the league and the AFL community for not following league protocols. To rugby league news now, and yesterday the Newcastle Knights suspended two players. But Luce, they weren't the players who were caught leaving a toilet cubicle together on Saturday night. Fill us in. 
No, it wasn't Kaylin Ponger and Kurt Mann, the players who were filmed in the bathroom of a Newcastle pub while the Knights were playing up in Brisbane. The NRL Integrity Unit is investigating that incident and reports say Ponger and Mann were drug tested yesterday. So we'll have to wait and see what the league's findings are. The two suspended players are Bradman Best and Anari Tuala. They'll miss this week's game for turning up late for the team bus in Brisbane. While that might not seem like a big deal, the club says the players didn't meet the team's standards and if they can't get the small stuff right then they're no hope of getting the big stuff right yeah all the little things count loose so no best or twilight for this weekend's game against the raiders this sunday in newcastle Australia's women's cricket team has a busy few years coming up. Yesterday, the program for the next three years was announced and loose. We can expect a lot more test cricket. Yeah, there's been a strong push for more women's test cricket by players like Elise Perry and Meg Lanning. It looks like they've got their wish. The International Cricket Council is cricket's global governing body, and yesterday it shared the Future Tours program, which is pretty much the schedule for the next three years. The highlight for Australia was a big 2023-24 season. The Aussies will play an Ashes series in England, a test match in India for the first time in 39 years, and then they've very first test against South Africa at home. There's also a few World Cups and the Com Games in Victoria thrown in as well for good measure. So much happening loose and there's also other series against other nations. So it's a jam-packed schedule. I've put a link to the FTP in the episode notes. Today's trivia question brought to you by Sportsmate and Mobile. Which Aussie has scored the most runs in women's tests? Loose, help us out here. She is South Australian. She is South Australian. She's also left-handed. All right, find out the answer at the end of the show. Cricket is going to sound a little different this summer because for the first time in more than four decades, there'll be no Ian Chappell commentating the game. Uh, Loose Chappelle is hanging up the mic. Yeah, it's going to be weird because it feels like Chappell has been around forever. He played 75 tests his first back in 1964 and captain Australia 41 times in tests and one dayers. He was right in the thick of Kerry Packer's World Series cricket revolution in the 1970s and once he retired in 1980, he went straight into the commentary box with Channel 9. It was there where he became a household name on wide world of sports and calling the game next to Richie Benno Bill Laurie and Tony Gregg. He's been doing radio in recent years, but he says at 78 years old, all the travel is getting too hard, so he's called time on his career. Yeah, it's going to be weird not hearing Chapelli tell his old war stories or calling it how he sees it, but we'll always have those Billy Birmingham 12th Man tapes to uh, remember him by. The tiny town of Barcaldon in pretty much the smack bang middle of Queensland is where we're off to next for a story about a teenager who put a club on his back and led it to grand final glory loose. That sounds like it's a plot for a Hollywood film, but it's dead said true. Yeah, and the lead character is a kid named Mannix Hunt, which sounds like a hero's name <laughs> if I've ever heard one. So a few months ago, it looked like the Barcaldon Sand Goannas weren't going to be able to field a team in the Central West Rugby League comp. The club was short of players and it needed a coach, but up stepped 17-year-old Hunt. He played as captain coach and led the team to a tense win in the grand final. Fortunately for Hunt, he turned 18 during the season, so he got to make the most of the Monday celebrations. If Maddox Hunt is a hero's name, 
Sand Goannas is also a great name too. <laughs> How's that for a team name? Outstanding. Uh, I've put a link to the news report of the boys winning in the show notes and it's fair to say I think they enjoyed their Mad Monday. Mm, definitely. Time for Catch This. Speaking of Hollywood, Luce, you hit the red carpet last night. I did. I got a sneak peek of Fearless, the inside story of the AFLW at the premiere of the Disney Plus series. Got to see a few clips from the show and also hear from some of the stars who are in the series. So that's going to start streaming on August 24. I'm so excited to see it now if I wasn't already. Yeah, a bit of an inside look at the AFLW. I can't wait as well, Luce. Uh, for me, the NRL Grand Final location is set to be decided today. The Australian Rugby League Commission are having a meeting at 5pm this afternoon. It's a toss-up between Sydney and Brisbane, and reports say Brisbane have their nose just ahead of Sydney. So big decision. Stay tuned for that one. Before we go, the answer to today's trivia question brought to you by Sportsmate Mobile. Which Aussie has scored the most runs in women's test cricket? Uh, Luce, we know she's a left-hander. We know she's from South Australia. Who is she? It's Karen Rolton. Yes, Karen Rolton. She scored 1,002 runs with a top score of 209, not out in 14 test matches. All right, that is us done for today. Thank you so much for tuning in. Luce and I will be back with you tomorrow. We'll catch you then. Listener.